right, welcome to episode three of the Thick Skull Big Brain podcast, the one with the cops. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Steve's iPhone Repair. You can find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash Steve's iPhone Repair LU. Here we go. I declare no! Alright, welcome to the show, I'm Bob And I'm Miles This episode is going to be a little different than usual Very different. Uh, Instead of our segments and casual fun time It's essentially just going to be a whole episode of casual fun time yeah. We are, if you follow us at all, we are in Orlando right now for Star Wars Celebration If you listen to the original podcast, you will get a ton of information about panels and other stuff. Um, definitely follow us everywhere else for that. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to cover the stuff that isn't directly related to Celebration. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a story time episode. Yeah. Just so. You know, take yeah. a break from all the heavy information and mm-hmm. panels and this and that. And just have fun. Yeah. This is fun, fun time. So <laughs> we're going to start off joined by Enrique Chiriboga. Uh You know him as a content creator, producer, and video editor for us, uh, say hi, Enrique. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. All right, that's enough, that. that's enough of that. Um, what's been your favorite part of the trip so far? Uh, obviously, celebration and the shenanigans that go along with Easily. celebration. What yes. kind of shenanigans? Lots of shenanigans. Yeah. You, so uh, many shenanigans. Do you want to tell the listeners what you did today? Your what confessional today. of sorts? <laughs> All right, so this is how it went down. So the saga starts <laughs> with... Um, the original plan was for the group, I guess, to go to Rainforest Cafe, but it turns out there was a... Unified a, front. Yeah, a magical place. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out there was a Cuban restaurant nearby in... Turns Dick- out there was a Cuban mm-hmm. restaurant. We were... We knew... We had heard there many was a Cuban times that Carlos, Jesse, and Zach were going to the Cuban restaurant. And Miles, restaurant. I had kind of switched No, you over. had said you were going to Rainforest in the Cafe beginning. until, like, yesterday. No, until, like, a week ago. Okay, fine. Turns out this Cuban restaurant okay, was a good going. idea because me, Bob, and my little sister decided, hey, Rainforest Cafe, mm-hmm. fun time. Fun so we went to Rainforest Cafe. The line was massive. Way too long. It was packed. So we're like, let's go to the T-Rex restaurant nearby. <laughs> Which is like so, a poor man's Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, basically. So we go to the T-Rex restaurant, and they're like, our wait. So we're like, I guess we're going back to the Cuban restaurant. So we met up with the rest of the group uh, at the We Cuban just got restaurant. fact-checked by Ella. It was an hour and ten minutes. Hour and ten minutes. So we met up with the group. Hashtag fake news. Fake news. <laughs> we, met up with, we met up with the group back at the Cuban restaurant. While at the Cuban restaurant, everything was going fine and dandy. And then we started looking at the menu, deciding what we wanted to eat and, and or drink. Bob got a Shirley Temple. I like to party. What can I say? <laughs> I got it. Everyone else got different things. It was fine. It was fun. But then Bob asked me, what should I eat? And I a Valid question. I recommended croquettes and other choices. Which to me, that sounds like croquet, which is a game. <laughs> All right. Side. Okay, so that was a nice side note. But we went over and I was like, I don't know. We have chicken. There's there's chicken bites. You could get that. Friendly suggestion. You don't want to get Bob started with chicken. Yeah, we're not getting to the, the chicken beef 
Like, <laughs> hashtag team um, chicken. But I guess he took going. my friendly request as a command, and he ordered... It wasn't a command. It was just like, you said you should get these, and so I assumed it was like gonna be super Cuban and stuff. <laughs> just, I've never delved into the world of Cuba. <laughs> and so I was looking for advice, and Rike was sitting next to me, and so he said to get the chicken bites. And he got the chicken Tell ha- bites. Tell him what happened. It came back, it was chicken tenders. It was just chicken tenders! <laughs> okay, and I, Which I somewhat knew. As a Why wouldn't you have said, hey, they're just chicken tenders? I, there was a description. Well, I, you know I don't read! Hold on, as the mediator, I want to set the scene a little bit. Because we are at this Cuban restaurant with all these... I guess you can say exotic eats. These are things we haven't seen before on menus, and we're all mm-hmm. excited. Like, what is this? What is that? All of us, except Bob, have these exciting Cuban foods, and we're all excited to try anything. I was really thing. excited to really just... I didn't want to dip my toe. I wanted to dive right into Cuban culture. And over to Bob, the server hands him chicken tenders. This restaurant is called Bongos, for those wondering. So, yeah. I thought Enrique... A seasoned patron of this restaurant would be able to tell me something deep into the culture of Cuba. No, I got something I could have gotten at a Zaxby's, which is trash. It was such a Bob move, though. You have to admit that. Yeah, you're we getting at you. screwed by someone I thought <laughs> I, was a friend. I thought you had wanted chicken tenders. No, I, I, was I like, wanted oh, okay. something like so Cuban, the Cubans would be like, oh, food. Which, Which, that's another story. That's a whole other thing we'll that we to need that. to get into. I gave him other suggestions, though. I gave, I offered One him... One other suggestion. Th- no, the Easter was meal was also a that suggestion. That was $35! Still a suggestion. <laughs> well, how much did you even... Didn't you spend on you the meal? Look, okay, okay. okay. The, only money, talk, the only money we talk on this show is gambling debt. <laughs> Alright. <We're laughs> Which we have a little bit of gambling debt after this so, weekend, but that's wait, a whole we other do? thing. Well, when you went to the slot machines. <laughs> oh, There's yeah, there. that's yeah. another story. That another, is another story. Another thing that happened at the Cuban restaurant was last time I was there, I went into the bathroom. And yes, this there is what was I'm a, the most upset There about. was a man in the bathroom holding a tray full of full-size candy. Like, full-size Snickers bars. Full-size? Full-size. You're BSing me. No, that I'm not. Be true. Cologne and lots of other stuff. And, like, perfume and stuff. I'm over in the men's bathroom, but I'm not going to judge. It's called cologne. And you go over there, and I got some candy and stuff, and I tipped him. I think so. I Let the I record show, Enrique took candy from a stranger in a bathroom. He worked there. And, and he, had, he was an employee. Are you sure? So I told, Allegedly. I told, Allegedly. I told Bob about this when we were going there today, and he got really excited. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge candy guy. And then we went to the bathroom, and the candy man was no longer there. Yeah. And I then, like that you refer to him as the candy man, which makes it sound a thousand times <laughs> Normally shadier. when we're talking about a bathroom, that's what people call me. Um, okay. So I was very upset thinking, oh, I'll get a nice little Snickers bar before my meal. Nice little warm-up. Before your chicken tenders. I didn't know they were chicken tenders. I thought I was going to get like some dank poultry I'd never seen. <laughs> I thought, like, called, the head of the chicken was still going to be on it. It was called crispy chicken bites. What did you think it was? And the waiter was going to come up and, like, be making my chicken dance. I thought that's what was going to happen. I pictured chicken McNuggets when I saw that on the menu. Yeah, that would have been nice. better than this. I would have been like, hey, man, good looking out. I got me some McNuggets. <laughs> so, sure. no, okay. I, okay. 
That's something for a different episode. <laughs> but it's my season arc. Um, so, is Enrique in the wrong here? Should we leave it up to the audience? Yeah, we're going to leave it up to the audience. Tweet at me or Miles at BYHouse89 or at Miles underscore Haruki. Yeah. And let us know what you think about Enrique's decision-making process. And he is single. He is single. He's 14. He's 14. Ready to mingle. But he is single. I've been telling him I've been dabbling in the market. (laughs) To all our high school listeners. Yeah, to all our high school listeners or... Middle school, if you, you like know, to date up, no, long know. distance can work. I don't go. I don't go lower. I don't do Ooh. the younger crowd. Oh, okay, you're into, that makes I'm, sense. You're in a celebration. Older yeah, the older oh, ladies. Yeah. Were you look cute. out for the yeah, YouTube the older, video. Yeah, this, I'm not Enrique, saying I go older either. Enrique I have, I have did his first journalism today. Stay tuned for that on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/screenfellas. Yes. I, th- I think this right. wraps up this Yeah, segment. we're going to wrap it up. We're going to ask him a final question. Okay. Uh, Enrique, if you had to try one drug, what would it be? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> there's... Do I want to answer this question? You have to answer this. You're on our show. <laughs> the door's locked. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't go for like the risky stuff, which is the heroin, the cocaine. So... <sighs> Not if you're soft. <laughs> So I think you just gotta go with the easy stuff. I guess marijuana. That's not a drug. What do you mean that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's our answer. Thank you, Enrique, for coming. I'm gonna on. get expelled for this. No, it's fine. <laughs> but then again, they have to listen to eight or nine minutes into the podcast. I don't know if my school is gonna want to do that. Um, I'd like to think this is entertaining. Enough. <laughs> Thanks for that shot, Enrique. <laughs> what? Good luck with your top tens. <laughs> All right, and we are back with technical director of Screenfellas, Zachary Marin. Fun fact, he's Eli and my brother. How are you doing, Zach? Doing pretty well. Great to be here. How does that work out biologically? Uh, we have different mothers and fathers. My policy is just to not question it, so yeah, I would okay. recommend you do the same. All right, I'm all right, yeah. the keeper of the files. So anyway, Zach, you graciously drove down the whole way. I am the chauffeur. Uh, you're the chauffeur. <laughs> chauffeur. You're the mother, even though you're my younger brother. Um, you drove the entire twelve hours. Uh, tell us about the the only mishap with driving. Yeah. So the entire drive down was actually very smooth. You know, left about eleven a.m. Got to Orlando about eleven p.m. That was, was good. Yeah. It was a good drive. It was really nice. We stopped for some good food. Really, no complaints. Got a little tired towards the end, but overall. It was a good drive. And so everything was going pretty well. We'd gotten to our hotel. We'd brought our stuff up. It was going to be a good night. We were going to go see the last Jedi panel the next morning. And all that remained was to drop a few members of our team off to Celebration to get in line for the overnight. It was about 11.30 around this time. And we get to the convention center and pull up to the light. It's a red light. We're stopped at the red light. And the light turns green. I haven't let off the brake yet. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is important. And all of a sudden, the car gets thrown forward about a foot and a half. And we look in the rearview mirror, and a police car has rear-ended us. Let me, let me interrupt you for a second. Full confession, I thought Miles had just gotten too worked up and excited for the panel. I was that worked up for this panel. I thought he was, like, bouncing in the back of the car and just got carried away and so i think i yelled at you 
I don't think you yelled at me. Mm, that's new. And so <laughs> then we realized we were hit by a Florida police officer. Continue the story. Yeah, so we were hit by a upstanding member of, I am assuming, the Orange County Police Department. Yes. And so I get out of the car immediately because I'm like, great, I have to deal with this now. So I get out, and the police officer also gets out. And the interaction was about five seconds. He just looks at the bumper of the car, says, I did damage, I have to call FHP. FHP, for those of you who don't know, is the Florida Highway Patrol. Which surprises us that it exists because Florida is a lawless state. Our takeaway from this entire experience is that Florida is a lawless state. Not as in no one follows the law. There is no there law is in laws Florida. Laws do not exist in Florida. This is like the Dark Ages mm-hmm. in the United States. Yes. The ones it's who are incredible. supposed to be protecting us This is the are, Westworld. They're attacking us in the streets. And yes. it's uncalled for. Though... And we are pro-cop. We are very pro-cop. Pro-cop. Still pro-cop. We're unwavering on our pro-cop stance. That being said... That being said... Florida is a lawless state. Florida is a lawless state. Completely. Back to the story. Yes. Now, we did not know what FHP was at this time, and we soon find out that it is Florida Highway Patrol, and they are the Florida State Police, more or less. So I get back in the car, and more members of the local police start showing up, and this soon becomes evident that we're not going to be here... Uh, this is not going to be yeah. a quick interaction. We're going to be here for a little while. And the police officers begin taking our information. They begin taking all of our driver's licenses, all our phone numbers, all our contact information. And really a pretty extensive process. They're taking notes. They're taking pictures. And another police officer informs us that because the crash was caused by a member of their department... Their department, due to policy or state law, for some reason... Whatever law that meant. Whatever they had was, no laws. Whatever law that they assumed was valid in this instance yeah. meant that it had to be investigated by Florida State Police. Yes. Which essentially means that we have to now wait for Florida State Police to arrive. And I will also add into this moment that it is 11.30 and the... It's cel- past 11.30. It's past 11.30 at this point, now that we're waiting. And the cutoff for waiting in line... Overnight in celebration is midnight. midnight. Yeah. So now we're sitting here, 15 minutes till the cutoff, thinking there's no way we're getting inside. And as we're sitting there, 12 o'clock comes and goes, and we are eventually met by a member of the Florida Highway Patrol. After probably about half an hour, 45 minutes of at sitting least there, a half an hour. it was at least a half an hour. And Maybe 40 minutes, because I remember for like 10 minutes we were saying, we're never going to get oh. in. And there's a crucial thing before you continue on. While we are waiting and all of this is happening, yes. the, if any of you are familiar with these guys, the people at Collider Video, they Collider do, guys. the Collider guys walked right past us. And Carlos, Enrique, and I are big fans of these guys. Like We've been following them on YouTube for years but they see us getting pulled over by cops. Not legitimately, but that is how that looks. Yeah. And not they, a good look for your boys at they did not. They clearly didn't know how to interact. They're like nervously waving at us. And it was just like the worst timing because we couldn't like speak up and shout because the with no laws, the police officers could have done. They could have shot us. What, anything. And we, I would have been fine with it because I respect it. But that was another awkward thing that happened. Zach, continue. Yes. So after the collider, the collider people had left. We are now waiting for the state police, and the state police arrive, 
And I will say that the first state police officer to arrive was a very funny man. He was electric. He was he was like bouncing around. He, he was, was having a so great time. Funny, just cracking nice. jokes. This was the best thing to happen to him all day. He was the best. Explaining how he got reassigned from another crash somewhere else in the general area, and he was just having a great time. He was like, "What's this Star Wars thing?" Like, I hear <laughs> yeah, he had no idea. <laughs> Respect. As much as I am a Star Wars fan, for anyone who doesn't know what it is completely and lives in Florida, I think that's cool. I'll admit, I didn't know what it was until this past summer. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd never heard of it. You know what? More respect to you. I think that's cool. I didn't know there could be more, but thank you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the story. Yeah, so it's now about 1230 at this point, and because there are no laws in Florida, the state police has to take all of our information again. The lawlessness of the state prevents them from copying from the information that they already have. Yeah, there's a lack of laws and a lack of clerical efficiency. Yes. Uh, this essentially meant that they had to recopy all the information, which yeah. took uh, many more minutes. And then they informed us that they had to call in FHP backup because one officer is not sufficient in uh, case they yes. need to write Two a ticket. Two officers have to do an investigation of an internal situation. In case someone has to be re- receiving a ticket. That being the cop. Yes. Of the local police department. Who hit us. So they explained this to us, and now we're waiting for this second FHP officer. No, you're leaving out an important part of the uh, interaction with the first cop. What? When he asked for the insurance card. Yes. Oh. How do we get that information? Now, when the local police had at first asked for our information, they only asked for my driver's license as the driver and the car registration. Mm-hmm. I handed both of those over. Now, as I've already said, there is not much clerical efficiency going on in these police departments, and therefore the state police— Still pro-cop. Still very pro-cop. Absolutely pro-cop. The state police officer asked again for the information, except this time he asked for driver's license, registration, and insurance, which is— He threw a new one in there. Which is standard. I was actually surprised that the first cop didn't ask for insurance, but— For backstory, I'm very sure the first cop was like three weeks out of the academy— he was certain he was losing his job. Yeah, from yeah he, he was felt very sure. so bad. I, yeah. And I kind of felt bad, more bad for him than for us at that point. I didn't. But anyway, keep going. So we're now digging through my glove compartment for this insurance card that we are not sure even exists at this point. The car is insured. I'm going to clarify that. But we we're ser- not reckless. We searched for a good five or ten minutes and could not find this insurance card. This only leaves us one option. And that is that I... Must now, at 12.30 in the morning, call my mother. Our mother. Our mother. I'm sorry. Who <laughs> is asleep. It is her birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. And she has the insurance information. Do you think she remembers me? Probably. Yeah. How could you forget? You're, you're not very forgettable. Thank you. Now... I place the phone call, and the state police officer is loving this. He's just standing there he cracking is, up. Yeah. dying <laughs> laughing. Mom is hearing it. She's, she's very confused. She's, she's saying, not having any of Why this. are you all laughing at <laughs> And I'm just telling her, this is really funny. I'm really sorry. She gives me the insurance policy number and then hangs up without saying goodbye. She is not a fan. So I, I hang up and I, I tell the cop, <laughs> I'm going to have to explain this to her tomorrow. This isn't yeah. going to be good, but there's the information. I'm so sorry about that. He's still laughing. He didn't, He's never stopped laughing at he's this point. He's just cackling at this point. And he walks off with that. And so everything was pretty smooth from that point. It is obviously still late. We ended up still being in that place probably until about one fifteen. Yeah. It was about one fifteen. Yeah, it was like we 1:15. had been there so long that if anyone knows us, 
they know we set like over unders. Yeah. For time, we had set the over under twelve fifty five for twelve fifty five. The over one, which is me, no gambling bet. Anyway, right. So now it is one fifteen, and there is now a second state police officer on the scene. Uh, Nowhere near as jovial as the absolutely first. not. No, Mm-mm. he was not having a good evening. Um, if the first guy was an electric factory, this guy was a rubber glove factory. <laughs> Just absolute <laughs> opposites. Very accurate. And he eventually let us know that we were free to go. Now, let me throw in that about. 30 minutes before this, we had spoken to the first officer, the one that had hit us in the first place. Our fearless leader, Carlos, asked for a favor. Which was definitely owed at this point. He was essentially guilt-tripping this police officer, which is absolutely fine because there are no laws. Yeah. Um, And asked, hey, we kind of can't get in now. Do you think there's anything you could do? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely see if I can do something. Because, like, we could have lied and said we had whiplash. <laughs> and continuing. Yeah, continuing. The police officer was, yeah, we'll arrange something. Yeah. Not, he, it sounded like he didn't want to promise too much, but was also very aware that we were in control of the situation yes. at this point. We're the alphas. So, fast forward to 115. Everyone's kind of packing up and leaving at this point. And now we're worrying... What if he forgets? Because, as we've already said, this officer, we suspect, was not very seasoned on the force, and... He's not a big brain. And no. there was nothing stopping him from completely backstabbing us. Oh, yeah. He, he could have cucked us and just left. In this lawless land of Game of Thrones, like, murder and lawlessness, anything could have happened at this point. hmm Eventually, the officer <laughs> comes back, <laughs> and... Lives up to his promise, thankfully, which is 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 reassuring that yeah. you know in such a lawless land as Florida, you know there is honor. Yes, and the lesson we can take from this is even in a lawless state, integrity still holds strong. Hashtag Team Starks. And when it's all said and done, the damage to the car was not that much. Honestly, I would have probably just said. No need to do any of the state police stuff. Yeah. It was, yeah. there's these two tiny little cracks in the bumper. If it's, I wasn't there, I wouldn't notice it. No, it's it's something that you'd have to point out. It's I, more humorous than any, anything else. Let me throw in that the the car in question uh, <laughs> is is a 2002 blue Honda Odyssey minivan. It's not like words, a stupid blue, it's a dank light blue. Yes, it's a, it's a metallic light blue. It is a great color. It is a car that is owned by my family. That it's I, a mom van. It's a mom van that I've that I, I been graciously given. But it's dope. I love it. And it, it takes us everywhere. Yeah. And this car has been through a lot. It's been crashed into at Taylor Swift concerts. Not while I was driving. What? I will throw that in there. That's a whole other story. That's that a whole other, other story. But yeah, we, we'll have you back on. We, we can talk about that. Your house. And the point is, is that these little marks in the bumper are not the biggest thing to have ever happened to this car. And... We were more than willing to just be, let's just forget this and go about our evening and you can do the same. But as we said, we're pretty sure that this cop was... He was very sure we were going to ruin his life. And yeah. so he needed to do things by the book, which I respect. And, yeah. and so A that's book what that in Florida cannot be read. Right. Because there are no laws. Or education. That's another That's story. another podcast. Which, you know, I, I don't want to get into this too much. But having no laws and no education, 
psychologically could have a lot of depth into explaining the dynamic of Carlos and Ozzy, who are from Florida. Yeah. Does it not? Well, it explains Ozzy. Honestly, Carlos is such a miracle child that he turned out as good. I'm very surprised that Carlos is from Florida. Yeah. So that's our story (laughs) of the car crash. It turned out well. turned out well. Um, Our staff was able to get into the streaming stage to see the Last Jedi panel. And it was worth it. Was it dank? It was dank. It was dank. Um, Also, what's very sad about this being a lawless state is it's very hard to incite a riot. Not that we tried. How would you know if it's hard to incite a riot if you haven't tried? Well, is it really a riot if you're allowed to do it? That's true. I don't. I don't know if that was like a dumb Jaden Smith tweet or if that was brilliant. I think uh, it was. I don't a understand. very important philosophical question that we'll definitely dive into later on. That could in be a different that, episode. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for Zach. Um, one final question: When making a sandwich, do you wash your lettuce? Absolutely. What? Boo. Boo. There are brain Boo. worms on the lettuce. You can't let those stay there. Boo. I'm Science still alive. Is alive. Boo. Alright, so now we are getting into the final segment of this episode, where we will be talking about restaurants. Yes. This seg- this part of the episode will just be our restaurant stories. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start it off with the trip down. We okay. stopped at a Wendy's in yeah. Ashboro. Uh, it was one of the restaurants, you give them your name, and they'll call it out, and your name is on the receipt. Um, somehow... All five names on the receipts were wrong. Miles, do you want to run through those? Yeah. Well, first of all, let's start out with the light stuff. Miles and Jesse. Those were still the same name spelled incorrectly. Yeah. Miles, which in my case is normally spelled with a Y, they just put an I there. Yeah. And that's that's minor because it's more common to spell it with it an is. I. And yeah. that's fine. And But Jesse, that's when it's starting to dabble into more of the dark side there. That's more of a gender issue. Okay. So what I can't remember was that with a Y. They spelled it with a Y. Tailed at the end. So that he was, normally spells it J E S S E. Like how everyone spells Jesse. Every man. Spells Every Jesse. man spells Jesse. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and after that there was. How did they spell your name? Well, it wasn't even my name. My name was put <laughs> on there as Bo. Bo. They so, forgot the most important third <laughs> of my name because Bob. The second B is the most important because that's the emphasis and reminds you of who it is. Bo is just like a random farmhand who got kicked in the head by a horse once and now he's a little slow. Are they at this Or you point? can pronounce it as ba, but what's that? That's just the noise that Bo, who got kicked by the horse, makes. The second B is the most important. They left off a third of my name. Do you think at this point they intentionally did this? I they're... think they're like, these guys... Are going somewhere. Let's try and slow them down. And I'm not saying like they're going to a different place. I mean to fame and fortune. Gotcha. They probably thought that. Although if you work at Wendy's, you could see anyone else going better than you. Well, let's. I'm okay. <laughs> and then we. I'm have... mad at them, so I will be mean to them. Okay. Carlos and Zach. Zach's name <laughs> was Jack. Jack. They just screw Zach. Jack. It's the yes. same thing. They're a big fan of Robin Williams, apparently. Yes. Have you seen Jack? I have seen Jack. That's a pretty good movie. It's I think inspiring it to me. Yeah. But 
They cucked his name. They cucked him so hard. I think hard. that's the first time I used cuck on this podcast. Well, you should start using it more. Okay. And Carlos, which is, I think, Carlos, our... this is the coup de grace. Yeah. This is the MVP <laughs> of the Illiteracy Olympics. His name was spelled Carols. Carols. C-A-R-O-L-S. Carols. Like Christmas carols. Yes. Or Carol if it was from just, The Walking Dead. Or Carol Burnett. That too. If it was just Carol, we'd be like, ha ha ha, that's a name. Carols. <laughs> Is not a name. It is not anything that resembles a name. So that was our first food mishap. Our first restaurant mishap. Yeah. Um, now it's getting out of mishap territory. It's now. not mishap. It's shenanigan territory yeah. now. We go to IHOP after our first day at Celebration. Oh, yes. Um, I am a huge advocate for chicken and waffles. As you should be. I love them. Um, and we're very hungry. Yeah. So I ordered... Two plates of chicken and waffles. Zach got a plate of chicken and waffles and a plate of pancakes. And Jesse did the same. Did you also double up? Yeah, well, I got chicken and waffles and got a side of hash browns. That's not really doubling up, though. That's not doubling up. You got a side. We are leaving out, and I think we should leave them out. Carlos and Enrique, they did not get chicken and waffles. No, they they are stupid. Yeah. They came across real dumb there. Um, Mind really you, embarrassed us in front of the waitress Michelle. She yeah, was really nice. She was and very accommodating because we. She were, was really supportive too because like I I was having a rough time finishing all that chicken because my mouth was getting dry uh-huh. and she was like you can do it take your time and I really That's enjoyed a that impression. Well, I'm That's... sorry it was like two days ago and I didn't think I would have to do an impression. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was it was a good time, especially considering we were running off like two hours of sleep. Yeah. And we were tired, hungry, and confused. And that just brought everything full circle. As Zach described it, I was extra. Um, that's one of those things I'm just, I think I'm too old to understand the terms the kids are using. Uh-huh. If someone wants to tweet at me and tell me what that means, I'd love As it. As someone who uses woke and dank yeah. a lot, I wouldn't say that you're too old to do this. Well, here's, here's how I use those words. I start using them way too much, so yeah. they get forced into my vocabulary, uh-huh. and then when it slows down to a regular rate, it's normal. Yeah, and as a someone who knows them, that is completely and 100% true. Yeah, yet again, recurring news, yeah. we are roommates. Yeah. I Except for this weekend. Except for this weekend. Yeah. Which I think was a healthy break. It was break. a nice retreat. Because we have another year of this crap. Yeah, we're and doing I don't know this how again. I'm gonna do it. I don't know how you're going to do it, to be honest. I'm going to have a job, remember? Oh, yeah. So that, yeah. that'll that help. But anyways, yeah. should we get into our third yes. and ultimate our shenanigan? third and final restaurant shenanigan mess around um, hooliganism. <laughs> um, this morning we woke up at four to go get wristbanded for the Mark Hamill panel. Which was lit. And the closing ceremony. Which was good. It was a letdown. Um, we get there. We're like, you know what? Let's get some breakfast. We're a classy team. We're solid professionals. There's only one restaurant that can accommodate our level of class. And so we ended up at Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Um, we walk in and it looks exactly like every other Waffle House in the entire world. Yeah. So... It hasn't been cleaned since it was opened. Um, I had to go to the bathroom. It. I'm not going to get into those details, but it changed me. And I was a little depressed. 
Dang. Um, so I get back to the table. They had ordered for me double cheeseburger. Yeah, breakfast. that's breakfast. Um, beef guy. Beef City, actually. That's my name. Um, and this guy, he was either a cook or a waiter or something. He worked there, but he wasn't on duty. Uh-huh. Um, he comes up to, like, the jukebox, which is behind us. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, I got to get the good ones going. And he just puts on a song that's like, it's kind of good. We don't really recognize it, and we're talking. And then he comes back and puts on You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. Can't touch this. What did he do next, Miles? What did he do next? Well, it was more what we did. What did Jesse and I do? Jesse and Bob started rocking out to the song. We started dancing. It was mostly like shoulder dancing. Yeah. A little bit of the Vogue stuff. And that really caught his eye. I think that was the moment where we established a connection. Yeah, I think he saw that and was like, it's cool to party in here. And he slid over like James Brown and just started dancing. (laughs) I honestly forgot about that detail. But Yeah, it wasn't like he was just near us and started dancing. He slid in like the godfather of soul and just started breaking it down like someone you'd see on Soul Train. And he goes, hey, hold on, I'll be right back. And grabs, you know the hats they have at Krispy Kreme? Yeah. It was a Waffle House version of that. And have you puts seen, it on Carlos. Had you, and out of all of the people that were there at that Of point, all the people to I, have put the hat on. I love Carlos I love death. that it was Carlos. Yeah, it was funny. But also, like, have you seen those hats before? Am I like an ignorant person for not having seen the The Krispy- Waffle House hats? Yeah. I've at had a, a million Krispy Kreme hats. I did not know the Waffle House hats existed. Well, I know that they were the workers had them on. But yeah, the workers had like them on, but that was the first thing. time I'd ever seen them. I'd oh, never really? seen them on workers before. Uh-huh. So that blew my mind. Yeah. And then after we had danced and he gave Carlos the hat, meaning that Waffle House owns him now, um, he was picking a new song. I think he was telling us how he was hungover. From having to, like, DJ three parties. That were his relatives. One was his girlfriend. Niece? His niece. And his mom? Maybe. I thought it was his brother. I have no idea. I don't know. I honestly wasn't able to follow that, what he was saying. No. He was, like, saying that. And he was like, yeah, I had to DJ because they didn't hire a DJ. So I was always like, why is it playing one song and stopping? So I just kept the party popping. He really said it like that. Uh-huh. Incredible to me. Um, and then he started saying something about, like, his girlfriend, but then also women that weren't his girlfriend, and then possibly hooking up with them. I, I was lost at that point. Yeah. Um, electric storyteller, though. I was engaged, but I didn't follow it. We should have got a picture with him at the end. We should have. Now that it'll look back. Yeah. Um, oh, well. That's our restaurant stories. Yeah. Um, so I think the moral of this whole trinity of amazing, not just restaurant stories, storytelling from this episode is that Florida is a very special place. Florida is the most polarizing place in the world. It changes a man for better or worse. No man comes to Florida and leaves the same. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. Screw Vegas. Yeah, screw Vegas. Vegas. They have is laws. Trash. It kind of sucks. Don't yeah, go. really. I hear it's just not a good place, um, except for gambling. Big gambling guy. Um, that is clear. Yeah. So, By the way, the Earth is round. Just well, that I throw that in there at the end. 
that'll be a different episode, but you're stupid and it's flat. Okay. Um, that's it for our show. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at BWhiteHouse89 and on Instagram at OldBob89. Don't forget to follow ScreenFellows on all social media platforms at ScreenFellows. Yes, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles underscore Haruki. If you want any sick merchandise, go to Society6.com slash ScreenFellows. A little note about the merchandise. Tonight at Downtown Disney or Disney Springs, if you're that guy, uh, we're walking out of a store. Okay, you're going to throw me under the bus here? Yes. And this girl, she sees Miles, who's wearing our lovely Love is the Maze ScreenFellows shirt. She goes, hey, is that a Westworld shirt? Miles goes, yeah. Do you watch? Doesn't go, yeah. Do you want one? Do you want to know where you can get one? You can get one at society6.com slash screenfellows. There's the plug. He just says, yeah, do you watch Game of Thrones? Well, I, I, okay, we, this is a whole other thing that could make this episode go to the hour limit. We're not going to the hour limit. We're, that isn't even a limit. We shouldn't ever go there, but. This is going to be our longest episode, probably. Yeah, I, I have no comments. Yes. Miles had the team on his back and he stumbled. Yeah. Um, to wrap it up, make sure you stay tuned to all the Screenfellas social media at Screenfellas and be ready for some great videos on the YouTube channel. Enrique and I went around the, uh, what's it called? The showroom floor? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a convention guy, so I don't really know what a lot of this stuff's called. We went around the showroom floor and did some journalism. I had the Hawaiian shirt going. Uh, taught Enrique a thing or two about journalism. Mm-hmm. And so stay woke, stay ready for that. And this has been Fix Gold, Big Brain. No, God! Bankruptcy! No! Show me the money! Every day no, when you're walking God. down the street And everybody no, God, watching please, me no. 